If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money with your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. This is the Honorable DJ Metal Monkey from the DJ Honorable Metal Monkey Radio Show. I want you to enjoy your day and choose Anchor. Yes, it's very bad. Underage women in the United States. That's part of their culture. Man, it's fucking fucked up, man. Yes, it is. It's, it's so fucked up. Making, a lot of states are man, look. It's like, okay, what's the... Uh, how many people, how many underage, that's what I'm about to, uh, people are married. I won't even, Google won't even let me type this shit in. Married in the United States. States. And let me see. It's like between 2000 and 2015, over 200,000 minors were legally married in the United States or roughly six children per thousand. Between 2000 and 2015, over 200,000 minors were legally married in the United States. That's not compared to the numbers in other countries. Other countries is worse, but that's not... See, that's the thing about the United States. We are supposed to be like this, that, this, that, and the other. And this is where we stay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, see, when it's something bad, we always throw it on other countries. Well, it's... See, it's I'm not, not trying, the other countries. See, I'm not trying to throw it on. The, the, no, no, I'm just saying that's what the United States. That's what we do as a country, though. We throw it on other countries, and a lot of time, those other countries aren't selling morality. We don't. T- they talk like us. We don't talk like them. We're the ones bombing them. They're not selling morality. We selling morality. Like we like literally have people from churches here that go to a church that's been up for 3,000 years or uh, somebody's practice, come to their little village and tell them how to live and how to do this and here's the Bible and here's this and that and we try to change their lifestyle. But this is what we're doing. This is a lot of people. 200,000 under eight. And see, all of it is and like uh, it was a documentary on it. I damn sure wish I knew the name of it. But um, some states in the United States, you can, your parents can, like, if my three-year-old wanted to get married, it, all they have to do is have my consent. A three-year-old, man, you know, like, I wonder what, uh, what, uh, so yeah, what, what's going on is like, they got different ages consents for different states. And I think that's kind of weird. Because if you think about it, like some states, you can't be no more than three years older than somebody. And then, uh, and that's with the consent, but pretty much your parents can just decide like, yo, you can get married whenever the fuck. And that's how a lot of these young girls are getting, um, who was that? Woody Allen? I don't know. Uh, 
shit, I need to get my goddamn facts straight before I start speaking on shit like this. But at the same time, like, it it, it ain't really too much homework you got to do about this pedophile shit. Like, for real. Like, nigga, it's like, nigga, you know goddamn well this girl motherfucking underage. This motherfucker's a teenager, my, my nigga. Like, goddamn, you a grown-ass man. And it ain't like it's fucking... Uh, I mean, when I was young, I'm going to be honest. When I was younger, the high school girls was dating niggas in their 20s, though, and 30s. Like, for real. Nobody said nothing. Didn't nobody say nothing. Like, that was the weirdest shit. We'd be like, that girl go with that nigga. And it'd be an old nigga. Just pull up, pull up a car and a whole car with a whole house. And when she got out of high school, she lived with that nigga. It was, but, like, that's just what it is. Woody Allen, I think that's his name, Woody Allen, uh, he adopted that girl when she was little, like seven years old, and then he ended up marrying her. Oh, some shit like God that. God damn. I think that's his name. God damn. And they gonna lock Bill Cosby up, my nigga, like, for real? For, like, buying grown ladies drugs that they pretty much asked for? And he just made a joke about spiking their drink, but, like, for, so, to be honest, to be 1,000% thorough... That's not even provable. He, he, I mean, that's not even provable. What the hell are you going to do? I mean, like, Bill Cosby case is so ridiculous, and I've seen him yeah, all... It is. It is. I, yeah, I've seen him all in the news. So is Woody Allen. Yeah, i seen Bill Cosby all in the news for giving big... for uh, big up in some people because Boosie gave him uh, props. Which was fucking nuts. Boosie gave him props. He gave a shout out to Bill Cosby. Gave a shout out to Lil Boosie. You know the fucking it's twenty twenty, my nigga. This is the craziest year ever. And they just got through bombing Nashville. Mm -hmm. They just bombed Nashville, like downtown, my fucking sweet hometown, New Orleans. Y'all know y'all my hometown, but fuck that. Nashville is my second home. That's where I went and said, yo, man, I fucking love life. I, I started loving life when I was in Nashville. I'm going to be honest. Like, that's, I started loving life there. Now, I don't know if I ever want to go back and live there, but that's my place. And they bombed Second Avenue, man. They say um, the suspect was like a 50, 60-year-old 50, man who had an RV. Now, I'm going to tell y'all something, man. Like, they've been on, like, if if I rob somebody on 2nd Avenue, I mean, like, broad daylight, just jump out there with a fucking pistol, rob them niggas. By the time I get to the end of 2nd Avenue, they're going to have me laid down, handcuffed me on the news. Right. So why the fuck we ain't got this person on the news yet? Like, I got camera footage of before the bomb, which is gonna be that's on tonight show you know what i'm saying i'm doing that tonight but they got camera footage they got uh camera footage all over and all of this so i guess either a they doing the investigations and just feed the news some bullshit or like t they just they retarded they really retarded because like for real you got the whole rv before it happened you got cameras everywhere when i say it's cameras. You got the Hard Rock Cafe at the end of end of Second Avenue and Broadway. Mm -hmm. 
And it goes down Broadway, which Broadway is the actual street that everybody is on. Well, uh, fucking Margaritaville, fucking Bridgestone, everything's on Broadway. And then you come back to uh, Second Avenue and where it ends. And I forget the name of that street right there, but it goes to the river before you get to the stadium or whatever like that. And that's what that's what Blue Hooters and all, that's where Hooters at. It sits at the end of the corner there. And up under Hooters, man, they got the dopest bar. But anyway, that's side of the point. They got cameras everywhere because you can see them like if you're walking. And then you got the little birds on the street saying, choo-choo, 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 that shit. And those are cameras. So they got to find out who did this shit and, uh, and for what reason. You know what I'm saying? Like, they should already have that out. And that's what I don't understand. That's why I keep watching videos, different videos, because everybody got a camera of before the explosion. Something had to ignite the bomb. Something had to, you know? So it could have been a suicide bombing. It could be a plot by somebody on some bullshit for real. Who knows? Let's see. Could be the police. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Uh, what the fuck else happened? Um, what else happened? Damn, ain't got no more blunts in this bitch. Uh, I could have sworn I had some more blunts. Uh, what else happened? Uh, over the holidays, we got, that's we got bomb. Trump wants some more money for the citizens of America. And, uh, the dude said no. Uh, in one article, he was telling, um, uh, the guy who, I mean, he wanted to vote against it. And he said, well, they shouldn't even get $600 if it was up to him. He's like, they, he wouldn't even give $600. But I'm going to be honest. This is this is the weird shit about uh, the stimulus thing that's going on. They got other countries like Pakistan and Israel getting money. They getting relief money and shit. And it's like, what are they getting money? Like, what the fuck? Y'all got a 900, y'all, all right, riddle me this. You got uh, the bill, but they got $9 million, $9 trillion, $900 billion, $90 billion or something. Okay, you got $90 billion. And then what ended up happening was we got to pay the money back. But y'all going to give Israel some money and then some other weird shit going to happen that we really can't explain. I I gotta pay I I gotta work and pay out of my check this money back. Right. But y'all like I'm gonna give y'all six hundred dollars and then this cocksucker gonna say, man, maybe they shouldn't even, they, they shouldn't even get that money. They shouldn't even get that money. But I gotta pay it back. Man, that's why I be saying like people don't man like I don't want no parts of, uh, of this shit. Um. It's a bunch of weirdo shit, man, going on in this world. It's like we got to pay money back that uh, they telling us what they're going to do with it and how much they're going to give us. Like, Bitch, I got to pay this money back. Right. Weirdest shit ever. Just like. Worst shit. Man, there's a lot of shit going on. Like, goddamn, all these people talking about transgender and all this. Like, they worrying about those rights. Man, look what's going on right now. What's more important, man? People are dying, bruh. And you worried about us judging you because you're getting a sex change? Uh -huh. Like, 
Bruh, like, that's the least of your problems. And on top of that, do you know how much that costs? <laughs> you know that's... how much that costs? It's just like, you you spending all this money to change your genitals or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah. man, what you going to do in the next five years? Man, they going <laughs> to get stimulated. When they get they stimulated, buddy. They gonna spend it on getting the sex change. They gonna go get their genitals. Real problems. Yeah, yeah. They gonna go get them goddamn a, a nut noodle or something. Like that's so fucking crazy. But that's where they got people's mind and priorities and shit, man. I mean, that's where it's at. And <clears throat> I mean, that's just where we at in 2020, man. So much has happened. I want y'all to check out this recap tonight, man, because this recap gonna really, really, really tell y'all where it's at. Um, but yeah, man, so much happened in 2020 and, um, we, we're just gonna, uh, I'm gonna get y'all niggas ready for this recap. Uh, I got more shit to rant about, but, uh, we're gonna go ahead and get this recap together. That's what we're gonna do. Fuck it. Because y'all need it. Yeah, you, you definitely need it. What are you doing for New Year? Record my motherfucking podcast. This is the Honorable DJ Metal Monkey. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the motherfucking 27th of December. And, um, oh, he, and, um, this is the Honorable DJ Metal Monkey radio show this morning. <laughs> and, what you got to say, Raya X? Because <laughs> these niggas apparently fucking text. I got to text. What? Well, y'all can go visit my website for one. Y'all can visit RayaX.com for me. Just click on that motherfucker. Slide through all the little pages. Check me out. You feel me? Get them, get them views up for me. Y'all can go ahead and check out my YouTube video. I'm on YouTube, you feel me? Check that out. Mm. Yeah, just check me out, you feel me? I got a new episode on Anchor, y'all can check out. Y'all want to go ahead and listen to that? Yeah. Mm. Oh, man. So, uh, let me go on my notes and see what the fudge I had going on. Um, I was... This Christmas was the weirdest Christmas I probably ever experienced. Uh, it probably was. It was probably the weirdest Christmas I ever experienced in my entire makeup. Now, I don't celebrate Christmas. I decided to stop celebrating Christmas some years ago because it don't make sense. And I won't go into detail because it just it just stopped making sense to me. I think uh, if you think it's for your kids, do it for your kids. Do it for whatever. I uh, I basically don't do it because it it don't make sense, and then I don't want to raise my kids that way. You know what I mean? I don't want them. To, I don't. I don't want them to go through none of that. I don't even want them. I mean, if I take away the bad experiences and just leave the good experiences, then I got to say, what experience? I mean, what what's the good experiences? Well, the good experiences is just lies. So like, that's not a good experience. It's just a lie. I don't want, I don't want to be involved in it. So, uh, Haiti, uh, I keep getting ready to say the Haiti revolution day. Cause people keep posting 
the the Haitian revolution on the fucking uh on the internet and that shit's aggravating. What it is is the Independence Day. No matter of fact, like how Fourth of July is here, that's what uh the Haitian independence is on uh January first. So uh and it's kind of fucked up. It's kind of fucked up, and I wish they stopped sending me fucking messages because I'm doing a fucking podcast. Okay, yeah. Um, oh, what is this? Man, Jesus Christ, get off my fucking screen. All right, the worst thing a motherfucking do is send you messages about decoy shit when you're doing a fucking show. Uh, underage marriage, that's what I want to kind of cover today uh, in the United States. Uh, Brer Rabbit. Oh, we seen that shit. Um, what's that movie? L? That shit was... Uh, yeah, and, 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 and L's. Which you did on your show, didn't you? Mm-hmm. You did on L's. Uh, y'all go to that Raya X show. It's called it's called um, Unexpected Movie Night, if y'all want to go ahead and yeah. listen to that. <coughs> it's on Anchor. It's on all the platforms. Yeah, and then I watched Harold and Kumar Christmas, which... That's the part of Christmas that I say that I can fucking tolerate. I fuck with it, man. I fuck with the that fact. That movie funny as fuck. I like Christmas movies, man, because like they're good family movies. It's like that's the family movies. Like you don't even you don't get movies out of nothing. Like Hallmark probably a do. Yeah, but these movies aren't like the ones we watch. They're not like traditional Christmas movies that people watch. Like, if you're talking about, like, traditional Christmas movies, they about to watch some corny-ass, old-school, probably, like, Charlie Brown shit like that. Yeah. That's yeah. What, that's what most people watch during Christmas. Yeah, that's usually what they do watch. Because Elves is like, yo, who's going to watch Elves on a Christmas? It's like a horror flick. Well, they... <laughs> most kids ain't going to watch that. You know what I'm saying? They're going to be scared as fuck. Not going to want to open no damn gift. Yeah, they ain't gonna want to. No, they. Yeah, well, L's. L's okay, let's. Yeah, let's go there. I guess we're gonna start on L's. L's was like okay. I wanted to see L's because I'm scrolling on Amazon and I'm like, damn. I was looking for creeps, creeps show. You know, like that's even a like even when I like I, my. I thought about it. I, it look. It's just this. The whole plot was pretty cool. You feel me? Yeah. Like when you read the little description, like. Oh man, they cool. sold me on it. They sold me on that shit. Like I looked at. And I the looked trailer at the, was high key hard as fuck. I looked like, at the thumbnail. I looked at the thumbnail and was like, hell yeah! yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like shit. So we gonna get into that. So when we we, we <laughs> it, it looked like some Chucky shit was about to go on when I seen the elves. Yeah. <laughs> so we got <laughs> so we got into that shit when elves. Uh, so I I actually got to start watching this shit and then the intro came in and and that shit was not what I thought. I was like, okay, it's kind of cheesy. I'm still thinking it's like a regular B movie, not a. C or a D movie. I'm thinking, yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't think it was a C or a D movie. Like we got A movies, which everybody know an A movie. It does what it do. It's normal to you. You go sit down and watch the shit, you know. Uh, and then you got your B movies where, you know, maybe you don't know the actors, but the movie is fucking dope. Then you got your C movie where you might see your cousin in that bitch playing. No, that's not the cousin. 
C movie is when it's people you don't know. They may be in college and they might be students or something doing a movie and they might get it right. You know what I'm saying? They might get it right. But a D movie is when you might see your cousin in that bitch. You might see a nigga from the local high school you went to in that bitch. You're going to see the cameraman. <laughs> <laughs> the cameraman played three different roles in the fucking movie. The cameraman with the camera in his hand. <laughs> he, you might hear somebody say, don't videotape me. That's what you might see. <laughs> and, and Elves is the motherfucking D movie. Yes, it's the motherfucking it's don't videotape me. It's more like an F. It's an F. It's a straight F. <laughs> uh, who wrote that movie? That's what I'm trying to look by. Uh, uh, Jamal Burden. Yeah, Jamal Burden? Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what his name was. Jamal Burden. That's what his name was. Jamal Burden. So y'all go check out his movies. Uh, he's a new guy who's making movies and shit. And if y'all don't, I'm telling you, do, 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 do this, but I'm telling you, don't do it. Don't go look at the comments first. <laughs> yes. Look at the Just comments go check first. out, go check out him first. Jamal Burden. Go okay. check out him first and then say, okay, this guy is trying. He's starting. He got a couple movies under his belt. Now he's going to do better on his next one. If you go to them comments first. Nah, man, them comments going to make you want to watch it. It's going to make you laugh throughout the whole man, movie. Dude, that nigga comments, that nigga comments is the funniest comments dude, of all dude. time. Like, he got the, like, they roasted this nigga so bad. Nah, you got to talk about the abominable comments. The abominable, yeah. I was talking gotta, about that. Yeah. That shit was funny. Oh, you covered that shit on the show? Man, yeah, the abominable comments are worse than, they like the funniest comments for real, for real. Like, yeah. Yo, they hate that nigga, man. This nigga one comment of the year. Man. <laughs> so check out, uh, yeah, check out uh, Elves. It's on fucking uh, Amazon, Amazon Prime. Prime. Yes, it is. And you're going to get duped just like I did because that thumbnail dope as fuck. <laughs> and as uh, soon as you go to it, boy, it's going to it start off. It be some regular shit. It start off kind of mediocre. And then it gets to where, like, it hooks you. Because you start paying attention. You're like, shit, I'm wait I ain't wasting my time. I'm watching the movie. And they go from like, they jump to a B movie. Like a couple scenes hit B movie status. And then all of a sudden that shit drop all the way no, down to D movie. Point blank period was horrible. I don't care. Man, it dropped down to D movie. It fast. was horrible. It hit D period. movie so fast and then from boom. From the beginning to end, the acting yeah. was horrible. So then after that, I watch uh fucking uh Braille Rabbit. Cause like, see, everybody know. Nah, yeah, and I got and I gotta and I gotta big up my mom on that. Cause like, my mama put us on Braille Rabbit when we was little kids. Like when we was little kids, that's who you had. Yeah, Braille Rabbit and some other motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? But Braille Rabbit was one of them. We was on it cause we was black children. That's why when I seen, see, the thing about Braille Rabbit, I'm scrolling through the uh, movies and bam, I see fucking Braille Rabbit. Like I said. Damn, look at that dude. It was an alligator. I knew instantly that was a black dude on a cartoon. Like, I knew it. I said, damn, that's a nigga. <laughs> and that's exactly what I said. And I was like, I'm watching that shit. So I turned it on there. And boy, <laughs> it's racist as shit, though. Mm -hmm. It's really racist. It it in racist. real life, like, it's like what we would call racist now. See, back in the days, that wasn't racist. It was like... It was normal. It was stereotypical. 
It was just normal ass shit. So, Brett Rabbit on Amazon Prime. I don't think that was on Amazon Prime, was it? I think that was on um, just regular Xfinity. Mm-mm. And then uh, after no, that, that, was on Amazon Prime. It was, but well, well I watched Brett Rabbit on there, and it's and it's kind of like if if you from the old eighties, you know what I'm saying? You you remember that? But just like I say, is it now? If you look at it, it's it's dumb racist. It's like get the fuck out of here, dog. <laughs> like they talking, they talk. Oh man, it's so fucking ridiculous. Then you got uh, Harold and Kumar Christmas, which y'all know I love Harold and Kumar. If you don't know that, you know it now. You know, uh, my generation, that was our uh, Cheech and Chong, sort of. Harold and Kumar, funny. And uh, Harold and Kumar, hardy and the motherfucker. It's like over the top, but not too over the top. You would think it's not over the top, but the shit over the top. It's funny as hell. And uh, Harold and Kumar go in. And... uh, yeah, and that was pretty much, man, all of the movies. Like, I watched another Harold and Kumar last night. Um, I watched uh, Guantanamo Bay for a little bit. They probably watched me. But, yeah. um, <laughs> and about uh, many movies, though, like, it was about how people were. Donald Trump gave the $600 uh, thing a boot. He was like, fuck that, man. Get these folks $2,000. And then, this this how he said it, like, he can't do math. This nigga was like, Give them two thousand dollars, or if they're a couple, give them four thousand dollars. Uh, you think if I get two thousand and you get two thousand, and if we were a couple, <laughs> that would equal to four thousand dollars. I mean, like no shit, Donald Trump. Give them two thousand dollars and just leave it at that. Americans aren't so stupid they can't do the math. Two plus right. two is four. Americans are pretty fucking stupid, but they know how to do the math when it comes to money. They is not fucking playing. They know better. So that's how I look at it on that, man. And I think Donald Trump should have been said that. That would have been something fucking awesome to say, but he didn't. And we all know it. We all said it in our living room, and it's not fucking predictable. Like, I mean, unpredictable. We we know what he said, so that's cool. All right. Um, Another thing I want to talk to y'all about. It's uh this week, man. Will be New Year's. I ain't making no fucking resolutions. Like all the shit that I wanted to say or do for the New Year's, I'm gonna fucking say and do that shit anyway. Like it's gonna be a new future, no matter what. It's gonna be a new me, new day, whatever. So you're gonna hear a lot of motherfuckers this week talking about what they're gonna change and what they're gonna do for 2021. Same people who were saying they was going to change and do this in 2012, 2013, 2016, 2017, last year. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the same thing every year. You will hear the same thing every year. Just like for Christmas, I heard so many things to where, like, now I'm getting to where, like, even words. I was just checking out this post, and it's going to be on the show. I was checking out this post, and it was like words. The words accountability, the words toxic. That shit is just like the biggest word. Another word that nobody even noticed. The podcast word. What is that? The rabbit hole. Everybody going down the rabbit hole. The rabbit hole, the rabbit hole, the rabbit hole. And I and you got that from Joe Rogan, y'all. I'm dead serious. You got that from Joe Rogan. That's one of his favorite words when it gets mysterious. And it's not his word either. It's probably like Duncan Trussell or one of his big guest fans that he probably picked it up off somebody. But since he gets uh, 20 million downloads, 
to where like it's in our society. It's just not, I'm so sick of that word. I'm so sick of the rabbit hole. I'm so sick of toxic and accountability. Like motherfucker, that's it. You take accountability for who for your actions. Shut the fuck up, man. Like, hey, <laughs> like, yeah, I want conviction. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I want conviction. But now nah, I'm not doing it like that for the New Year. It's Independence Day in Ethiopia. I think we're in, living in 2013 to 2014. We're getting ready to go to 2014 if we was in Ethiopia, y'all. And that's just, and that's really by the calendar that you're going at right now. Same fucking calendar. But why are we at 2021 and they at 2013? Wow. And we use the same calendar. Seems like some years got missed up in the long, along the line somewhere. So I was laughing at this goddamn funny ass preacher. I forgot what his name, but I said it in the last, on one of my last podcasts. I was talking about his name. Damn, I forgot his name, but Minister he. Farrakhan. No, not Minister Farrakhan. I never laugh at Farrakhan. Oh, I, I look up to him. Uh, um, um, no, it's a white dude. He was a minister. Somebody I would obviously laugh at. And um, he said the world would pause, would end on his birthday. This year, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the 21st after we got our, before we got our superpowers. Now we got our superpowers. I'm talking about it. We got the superpowers and motherfucking, uh, this minister said, you know, cause it's his birthday. He said the world was going to end. You know, like a lot of people say the world is going to end all the fucking time. Well, the world didn't end. He didn't die. None of that happened. You know, I, I still believe I got my superpowers. Uh, I definitely feel different. And like, like that's that's a whole podcast in its own. I hope somebody out there make a podcast about superpower and what the fuck's going on. I'm quite sure I could search some shit, and, and somebody did. That'd be good to make. Uh, but no, he didn't. What ended up happening though? Uh, he did. The world ain't in, and now I wonder what his church is gonna do. You know, his birthday was on December 21st, and he thought. Since everything aligned up, the world was gonna end. Well, that guy would have would have later on in life, like maybe it's 2013 in Ethiopia, getting ready to turn 2014 or something like that. I don't know. I don't know that exactly. But whatever it is, let's say it's 2013 somewhere or 2014 in actual real time. So say we get to 2020. December 21st and their time and then the world end. <laughs> and that motherfucking preacher was right. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you something about people and fear and scare tactics. I'm going to tell y'all something. Even if the fucking world's going to end tomorrow, what are you going to do right now I mean, some people say, I would do this. If the world was going to end tomorrow, I'd do this. Right. I'm going to be honest, though. It'll matter for right now, my nigga, so you can cope. But after tomorrow, we won't, it wouldn't matter what you did. Nope. You could have like, like, jumped off a building. You could have blew something up. You could have disappeared, came back, whatever. But the world end tomorrow, nobody's going to remember it. 
So there's no need of being scared, having no fear, none of that. Because like when it do when it do end, nobody's gonna remember. It's not gonna be recorded. It's not gonna be beneficial. It's not gonna be nothing. That's what I mean. You know, people don't think about life like that. Like that. It, that's real. That's real talk. Like if an asteroid is coming tomorrow to blow us up, all of us. And even if you get in the spaceship, the asteroid's so big, it's going to fucking take that ship out, too. So we're all stuck here, and we got to wait to get blowed up. <laughs> so the big event for the future is, let's blast, my nigga. I mean, because that's all you can do. Like, at that point, that's all you can do. Nobody's going to remember you. It's not going to be nothing after that. So it's like, ah, this is a fucked up situation, bro. But, you know, ain't no need of being scared. You gonna be scared for what? You're not gonna get rescued, you know. And that's my thing about being scared. You're not gonna get rescued anyway. That, that's that's just a way to think. I'm a, I'm gonna jump off the subject just to get to this. These underage children are getting married, and this motherfucking sh this is this is bad. That's horrible. That's. I'm hitting pause on some of the shit I might take out, but yeah, Ch uh, Chappelle he uh. Spell open the door for Donnell Rollins, all of Kanye West, all of them. Kanye West was famous, but uh, he wasn't as famous. The blueprint dropped, and it, it was like, yeah, Kanye, you own. But then when Chappelle show dropped, he uh, Chappelle ran out of people to put on the show. Like, everybody he asked to get on the show, they was like, man, I'm busy. I got shit to do. Especially these platinum artists at the time who's, who, who's broke right now. Niggas who's literally broke right now. Chappelle was like, yo, man, come get on the show. And they See, was like... Chappelle, Chappelle was one of those motherfuckers that would have somebody, if they down, down bad, they'll bring, he'll bring them back up. He did that. Yeah. Donnell Rollins. Donnell Rollins, all of them. Them dudes. Chappelle hollered at all these musicians said, hey, you come like, get on the show? Like, mainstream co comedians, like, um... Whatchamacallit? Chappelle, um... All, all them niggas, like... Chris Tucker, all them niggas, like they, Chris Rock, they actually give a fuck about their fans. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they ain't just all no, yeah, I know I'm the funniest nigga type shit. Nah. And Chappelle, they ain't all I, that. I, yeah, and I gotta, that's what I say, I gotta say Chappelle's the realest because, like, he, 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 he extended his arm to everybody. And then what ended up happening was, Nobody really responded. Nobody responded. Kanye West responded. Kanye West was like, yeah, I'll be on the show. Talib Kweli, everybody that was with Kanye. You know, so Talib Kweli, Most Def, and a few people, if you go back and look at the block party, that's who was, uh, that's who actually responded. And then he just did what he could do. He even started freestyling on the shit because it was like, nigga, you see what I'm trying to do, but everybody else, I'm so busy. But now, you know, 150 million Chappelle dollars later, they broke. And we still watch Chappelle to this day, and motherfuckers could be getting paid. Man. But no, now they broke because they didn't answer that man call back then. That's Dave fucking Chappelle. God damn. And he was that back then, but nobody seen him as that yet. Like, only if you really liked his comedy or if you was into comedy then you you'd know Chappelle was gonna be the future right. but back then like some people was like I'm a platinum artist I'm like on top of the world I'm not about to go there because I got shit going on well your ass ain't got nothing going on now 
Chappelle, the fucking legend. He's the GOAT, actually. All right. Next to Eddie Murphy. Or he's probably even ahead of Eddie Murphy. You know what I'm saying? Like, to be honest. Now, he ain't ahead of Eddie. I, I can't say that, but he's up there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you pushing he up there. it. Yeah, I can't say that. Yeah, you can't, yeah. Nah, you pushing it, man. Can't say that. Yeah, yeah. You can't say that. Because Eddie Murphy birthed yeah. a lot of these niggas. Yeah. And I would give, yeah, Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall, I would give them the number one spots forever because they Period. opened the doors. They opened the doors for this shit to even be going on. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, it's just. And then Eddie Murphy Wait, did. That's... He did Saturday Night Live. It's enough. Yeah, and all of that. So, and he started out with Saturday Night Live. Like Eddie Murphy started out with Saturday Night Live, and then this year he did another Saturday Night Live, which he's the goat because he's never did nothing unfunny. Like everything. They ain't no, nah, goddamn that's, top nah, funny. Nah, Dave Chappelle and Eddie Murphy, they ain't nothing that they, they ever did that was not funny. Yeah, period. you had to laugh they at everything. Nothing. Yeah, everything was just fucking hilarious and then Chappelle movies down to stand up like yeah. ain't none of not one movie that the motherfuckers made was not funny right and then like see and then the thing about Chappelle is when I got on him see I didn't I didn't know anything prior to Nutty Professor but I remember when Nutty Professor came out I seen part one now the rest of them the clumps and all that stuff I don't I'm not a guy for shit jokes I don't think shit jokes are funny like you can laugh about pooping and farting and I don't like that shit. It just ain't funny to me. That's like, nasty. yeah, it's gross, right? So that's why I didn't get into the clumps and all of that extra shit because Eddie was obviously going for kids. Like he was like, "Yo, kids will think this funny, families friendly," you know. So he went that way, and I didn't watch the clumps and the rest of the professors and all that bullshit. But the nutty professor one with <coughs> Reggie, he came on there and then uh. You know, that's when I seen Dave Chappelle. I was like, damn, that dude right there is hella funny. He ugly as fuck, and he hella funny. But I didn't know that was a costume and shit. So, like, <laughs> so time passed. Then I was like, oh, half-baked. I see half-baked. I was like, oh, shit, this nigga right here funny as fuck. No shit. He's narrating this shit, right? Yeah. So then after that, it was like... Other shit, something else, and then the Chappelle show came out, and then blah, 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 blah. And now, then, when the Chappelle show came on, that's when Chappelle was really jumping. And it was on top of the world, man. That was on Comedy Central. He was on top of the world. Then he did, then he was like funny. He was funny. And then he was the, named the face of funny. And then the Rick of James, comedy. yeah, he was funny until the Rick James skit came out, and then he became the funniest nigga on the planet. On the goddamn planet. And that wasn't even his story. Yeah, he just, that ain't even his story, but... <laughs> yeah, it just, he just made it... I just, he narrated he just, it like he was, he was Rick James. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, it looked like he was Rick James for real. Like, I was like, yo, he was, is this... <laughs> <laughs> he did more Rick James shit he than Rick, Rick James. James right now. He Rick James in yeah. real life. People walk by him still to this day and say, I'm Rick James, bitch. And, I, and, <laughs> and he, he just like. He like wonder what's going on. Like, what? Nigga, you know what's going on, fam. <laughs> My brother, uh, Ram Steele, you know, I had, um, what's his name on the show? Uh, what's his name? Uh, fucking. My dog, DJ Suspicious. Fuck. He was on. My brother that he, uh, DJ, Ram Steele, uh, actually is cool with. Uh, Chappelle's bus driver, like the, the guy who was driving the tour bus and shit. So he actually got to meet Chappelle and shit like that. And he say he's funny in real life. I said the niggas, he say the niggas just funny. You know what I'm saying? Everybody I ever, I had met somebody else who met Chappelle. And they thought that nigga was just 
the funniest nigga they ever seen. Like I, I don't give a fuck. I don't care what race you is. Ain't no motherfucker said Chappelle ain't funny, my nigga. No. I ain't trying to hear it's that. It's one motherfucker who said at, that. Yeah. Uh, Fajon Love. You know the. You know the. You probably don't. Big Worm from Friday, but he be on Vlad. Fat black dude. Face John Love said, man, Chappelle ain't really funny. And they tow his okay, ass up on him. That's tow, a hater. Man, they tow his I ass up. I ain't trying to hit y'all. T- <laughs> bitch, you really uh, hating. You hating, dog. You hating, dog. He you- hating hella hard because, my nigga, you can't, bro, if you sit there and you watch something Chappelle made and you ain't at least giggle or smirk, bitch, you lying, bro. It's fucking crazy. Bitch, you, you. You you a hating ass motherfucker. You trying to be him type shit. Yeah, that's crazy. You wish you were him. <laughs> yeah, shout out to goddamn Fajon Love for being a hater, goddamn. Cause hey, boy, man. you is hating. Brother, you, as a matter of fact, you could put all your jokes together and you couldn't match you, one bar. Man, nigga. ain't nothing. <laughs> he can't. I'm serious. There's He's only a, one nigga that probably could match up to that his ass, and it's Eddie Murphy. Yeah, that's Eddie. Straight. And Eddie, and that, and actually, see the thing about him and Eddie Murphy. Is that he Eddie Murphy put him on, so like yeah, that's, that's why I said he's that's the like father. his little bro. Yeah, he he, he birthed. Um, yeah, you yeah. know he birthed Chappelle. His, he yeah. birthed um, goddamn Chris Rock. He birthed all the yeah. niggas. That's his little bro. So like yeah, they family like, definitely. You know what I'm saying yeah, and uh, that's what I like about them them comedy heads. They they a real family. Yeah, when it comes to rappers and shit, well, they, they ain't no oh real my family. God. That's not no real family. That's the difference between comedy and hip hop. Yeah, that's what makes comedy greater. Yeah, cause hip well hip hop done became bullshit. Like once they, I'm that's gonna be honest. Hip-hop. Once once like once streaming started, hip hop died. Cause like to be honest, man, like Nas just dropped the album, and like how many people going crazy over it? But it's hot. I heard some of the some of the verses off of it and. It's like God damn, and then you got so much stupid shit that get attention. You got so much stupid music out there, and it's not that it's new or nothing. No, it's just that who's getting paid off this stupid ass music for one? Okay, who's getting paid? You know, the record company. I mean, the, yeah, the, the record, record company, and they get a small people percentage. saying people saying, oh man, it's they think the, they get it's all this that it's this that. No, these kids aren't getting no money. See, this is the time in hip hop. See when. When like you got guys who drop, and um, they getting you see them all on TV, you see them all on social media, and those dudes are broke. They showing you, yeah, I got a bag. They got a hundred. Like when you were telling that story that you went on tour and then you was uh fucking doing them shows and you was getting them little itty bitty ass checks. Yeah, you wasn't getting shit. Yeah, I was happy too. I was happy with them little checks. Them little checks was like. The shit to me, but like somebody was getting paid some good fuckery. I mean, they was getting, they was getting paid real money. I might get two thousand, fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars. The motherfuckers were getting paid like maybe twenty five thousand. You know what I'm saying? Like like shit like that. Like a motherfucker be showing, yo, I got this stack of money, but then the company's getting thirty million off you, and you you that's what I'm saying, and you like, getting twenty thousand. They don't realize that when they sign, as soon as they sign. The contract, right? They don't read that motherfucker. They don't got a team with well, them. Well, they don't know how to read Exactly. It. That's what I'm saying. So they don't realize that they're signing a huge percentage of their sales and their shows and all that shit. 
they get this money thrown in their face, right? They be like, they don't know how to act because right. they they ain't never had that much before. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, and that's an example. Like I didn't never had that much money that far. Exactly. I, I I didn't have no little job and then anybody well, I, who's young you know, that yeah. never had that much money is going to they, act a fool. They gonna yeah. act a fool. They gonna definitely act a fool. And then think they, they balling. So some do more and than when, others. When when you got a, you when you got another guy, he over here dropping. That's like uh little baby drop mm -hmm. and he and his numbers. That's like six nine and little Dirk was beefing about numbers, but to be honest, dude, y'all both both of y'all numbers put together is not even a hundred thousand records sold. You got artists who's got damn who both of y'all probably dissed. Right. And y'all ain't even touching their numbers on a bad day. They've been rappers for 20, 30 yeah, years. Like when we they, was, they almost, they, they should be retired. Yeah, when we was talking about <laughs> goddamn on the, the, the shit with goddamn Dirk dropping that new song with um Vaughn and shit. Like, that shit ridiculous. Yeah. Bro. Like, yeah, that shit ain't even did 50K. That no, shit ain't because, even did, it did 25K. Yeah, because when, when you got actual human beings start to dying over this shit, over over music over some rapping. It's just ignorant because you know, um, the cover to the damn song is just ignorant as fuck. Cause knowing that King Von just he just died, bro. Like he literally just yeah. died. It, ain't, it, it, it hasn't even well, been a that month. Was a, yeah, and that's what that's what a bad PR move is. See, like somebody like I'm quite sure Lil Dirt wasn't sitting at the house saying, "Hey man, let me make this shit, man. Let me drop this song." Probably was that made a long time ago. And um, they, yeah, it was probably because death is good for yeah, 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 yeah. Like they mark, they sell death, right? As as so they probably were like, "Yo, it's probably a good time to give everybody a rise." And he dropped it, and that's really wouldn't that wouldn't the move, man? Because you know that just wouldn't the move locally, locally in Chicago. That probably <laughs> was the move to make, but. In the world where it's grown up people, we're we're grown and we live life and we don't want our loved one. We don't even want you dying. No. We don't want you dying, little dirt. We don't want nothing happening to nobody no more. We That's just true. really want to like, be entertained. And that shit is not entertaining. It's interesting because we want to know what happened. Because we some nosy humans. But and that's that's okay. But uh we don't want nobody dying and shit. So when when you do drop it and we hear it, we be like Nah, that's not the move, bro. Like, my thing is, like, you, if you know that's what caused what happened, it's just like, bro, like, you you don't yeah. think to make something better? Yeah. You don't think yeah. to, like, try to change y'all ways? Yeah. Like, that, that's, you would my, think, that's my You issue, would think bro. that. You, you ain't getting no sales off the shit that you saying. Yeah, you would, exactly. Like, so, ain't nobody. It, it don't. Yeah. Like it don't click to yeah. your brain to try to do something different it's and make not, more sales. It's not or do it, something different with your life because you ain't yeah. selling shit. It's not and I and I can say that, you know, that's the influence of the record because you it's no telling what his bills look like. So he gotta drop music, right? And the influence of like other like uh managers, record company, you know what I'm saying, like whoever's pushing the money, <coughs> they're not they they're showing you how they do these artists. Now, if Lil Dirt would have came out rapping like Soldier Boy, he wouldn't be Lil Dirt. No, they wouldn't. Nobody would fuck with him. No, of course not, because they don't know that he's trying to copy. That's the type of shit that got him on, right? So, like, at this point, you know, I'm quite sure he got a lot of mouths to feed at this point, because now he got an artist that's gone. So, I understand why you put he put the music out, but at the same time, 
it's like, dude, that's why we shouldn't be having to sell murder in the first beginning anyway. Like right. his rap should have it. That shouldn't have got him on anyway. You know what I'm saying? But because now it's a, a trap. Of, now no, with that being said, like a lot of labels got shit to do with that though. Yeah, yeah. They they like, yo, put that out. Who knows if Dirk even actually had authority into putting it out. That record could have been sold to publisher over here. And that's what I was just talking to my friend yesterday about publishing. Like, okay, well, my publishing, I might, uh, even if I own my master. My thing with that is, I know your fan base is is low, right? But you still got that fan base, though. Right. So what you can do is get your ass out that label, go solo, and try to build it. Yeah. You could do that, it's, but it, it may or may not work. Yeah. But if you keep branding the same shit that that your label's branding, nah, your yeah. shit your and shit it's hard. the same. Yeah, but but that's what I'm saying. Sometimes it's a trap because you call it up in the middle and then just say you're publishing. So the thing about publishing is I might want you you find users. That's what publishers are basically. They're users for your song. So I might have publisher A over here, and I give him this song, and he, when I give him the song, he gives me some money, mm-hmm. and then he go find other people to use this song, like, uh, like a, a Skip and Shannon show, or uh, uh, the fucking NBA, uh, fucking two K game or Madden, or something like that, Fortnite, probably get the song, and that's what the publisher do. So if the publisher already got that song, Mm -hmm. maybe I made that shit way before Vaughn died or something like that. And the publisher, you know, know, the publisher got that song. He working that motherfucker. He chooses to release the bitch or something. You know what I'm saying? Dirk's sitting at the house chilling, and he get a bad name off of it. Like, he just dropping music like that. No, he ain't doing That's that publisher, like... Now, he is getting paid off all that shit, but the publisher working that song, you know what I'm saying? So, like, the only way to avoid that is to own your own rights. I mean, own your own masters, which that's not always good, because if you don't know who to sell the music, give the music to and the outlets to put them out, if you don't have your publishing company set up to where you got the clout to get these uh, different things, then you ain't going to get no money. You just have your masters and you'll be broke. Yeah. And ain't nobody, you know, you don't know who to fucking bring it to. You don't know. You're not a publisher. It's people who've been publishing since, you know, since the 40s, the 50s, the 60s. I mean, it's right. 90-year-old publishers. Yeah, it's 90-year-old people who's, who's been publishers all their life. That's all they ever did. So they good at that. It don't matter if it's hip-hop music. It don't matter if it's books. It don't matter if it's TV shows. They That's what they do. So, like, when Michael Jackson got killed, Prince got killed. The big coinky dinky in that is they own their publishing. They know how to be publishers. Michael Jackson owned everything that the Beatles dropped. He owned everything that Eminem dropped. He owned everything. He owned most of music. He owned most of. I'm talking about like makes him so popular. Almost half at one point in time, almost half of the entire music industry was owned by Michael Jackson's publishing. You know what I'm saying? Eminem, he was nice to Eminem and gave Eminem, you know, and sold Eminem his publishing back. You know what I'm saying? Like, but when he, when when uh, Eminem dropped that two trailer park girls go round the outside, that shit, and had that funny ass Michael Jackson there, which mm-hmm. I laughed. I thought it was funny because I always thought Michael Jackson was a weirdo. I like his music, but he's a fucking weirdo. 
He is. He's a fucking weirdo, and he did sleep with some children at some point. I don't know. I don't know. At some point, he fucked a little boy, <laughs> or at least touched him, because you don't walk around looking like a wizard at 50 years old and don't. <laughs> a real-life fucking wizard. Nah, bro. Because if you weren't Michael Jackson... You looking like Peter Pan. If you weren't Michael Jackson, niggas... niggas that never <laughs> yeah. Niggas would have <laughs> caught you on MLK looking like that, and you ain't Michael Jackson, they gonna beat your ass up, dog. That's on God. Like, if you like, like, for real. For real, we always giving all this praise to Michael Jackson. Yeah, R.I.P. Michael Jackson, you don't speak on the dead. I love you, Michael Jackson, blah, blah, blah. But as for my kids or somebody who aspired to be a musician, that's not the way to go. That's like, that's like saying. That's weirdo <laughs> shit, man. That's weirdo that's like, shit, man. That's like the shit with R. Kelly, my nigga. Right. It's exactly. It's the same. Mike and R. Kelly, the same nigga, man. Yes. It's just R. Kelly stayed black. And that's why he fucked up. Because now he in jail. Mike ain't in jail. They killed you, Mike. And because you yeah. did it the right way. But fucking R. Kelly, he in jail with that. Because he used to wear the Batman mask. <laughs> like, for real. Now, either black people got some weird fetishes. Yes, they do. Weird, yes. Or, I'm weird. I don't know. Both both could be true. Because... I mean, everybody's when I different, see, though. Man, so like, when I seen R. Kelly, I knew that wasn't right. You just don't put on no Batman mask. The little Batman mask. I, I mean, keep it real. That shit, that shit don't look right. That don't look... That's, that's a very suspect, man. And I then, mean, then you got his songs was very suspect. Yeah. If you really lie, keep it one hundred. If you really listen to this nigga lyrics, yeah. you hear some. You hear some. <laughs> I don't fucking listen to him. See, that's the thing about a lot of these weird ass niggas, man. I'm gonna be honest. A lot of you weird motherfuckers. And I, I, oh and he God. the R&B king. A lot of, yeah, he the R&B king, you yeah. Can't, you can't go R&B king. All right, let's go there. Now, I, now, and with the R&B shit, I see you R&B niggas out there, and they, they like that. They live that R&B life. I've been around so many R&B artists in my time. R&B. And R&B, R&B is, it is what it is. I like my certain R&B artists. I like certain R&B songs. But the R&B culture is weird. Like, we talk about hip-hop culture. That's the weirdest, funkiest, under, ta under the table. I could keep going, man. Weirdest genre. I mean, you genre. right. You right. When, Them yeah, niggas some weirdos. Right. They weirdo. Luther Vandross. Weirdo. All of them weirdo. <laughs> I can say it because it's true. Tevin Campbell. All of them. Weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not against the gay community, but R&B community, y'all niggas should have came out the closet a long time ago. Now it's 2020. It's ridiculous if you still in the closet because you ain't got to be in there. You know what I'm saying? And then it's because like niggas is afraid. They, they was afraid, afraid of, of the yeah. World. They like, was afraid the yeah because if you would have came out, but it was too many of see what the R&B world they like, understand is like what what the, what the kids understand now is see the kids come out they be fucking gay in middle school and they tell you I'm gay and now it's 10 of us and we're gonna hold hands in solidarity see back then they didn't do that but all the niggas was gay they was all doing drugs and having sex with each other but that's the same thing with, with hip hop too yeah yeah they gay that's too insane. but think about R&B it's more, it's more than R&B yeah it's a little higher it's, it's, it's yeah. more than way more 
because R&B and gospel music. There's more pedophiles. R&B and gospel music got nothing but pedophiles and gay niggas. I mean, R. Kelly. Yeah. R. Kelly, the king of that. Straight up. Pissing on. You think R. Kelly the only nigga who pissed on the motherfucker? No, I don't think he the only nigga, but he the most memorable nigga in R&B. He's the most memorable. He's the most memorable, and he's getting tagged. But we ain't talking about the big niggas who that we don't mention. You know what I'm saying? Like the Barry Gordy niggas. We got some side niggas. And, and 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 I love Barry Gordy. All these guys are my heroes. For one, I'm gonna say that because I don't want because I'm saying it on you know I'm saying it on the radio. All these niggas are my heroes. Common ain't really a fucking. I couldn't say Common because Jaguar Wright said that, but Common did some shit that men often make a mistake and do. He thought this is what he thought that he was gonna get some pussy. He thought that his he thought that we was gonna do this. And then it didn't happen. It was like, nah, that wasn't cool. And he was like, oh, oh. Because <clears throat> she said he pulled out his weenie while she was laying down. She woke up and the thing was sitting right there. So either they had sex before that or they didn't have sex. But he thought that because he was coming and, you know, we, yeah, this is how we roll, man. And she, and she stayed the night over there. So he. I mean, so okay, all right, wait. You he thought that's what happened. You just cleared it up because. Yeah. She came over there. Yeah, she so, stayed the night. Yeah, you. She chose to yeah. stay the night and so woke up, and Dick was there, and she was like, "No, nigga, we ain't fucking." So he thought it was, but it wasn't. So I probably been in that situation. I can't remember, but I'm quite sure because I'm a man. That happens a lot in men's lives. That's how you know your limits of, "Oh, I can't do this." You know what I'm saying? And it's fucked up, but. It happens. Because, I mean, but it happens on women's end, too. She thinks she's about to get laid by this guy, and this guy probably don't want to have sex. Or or he might be gay, and she know that. You know, she thought she... You know, so that happens. So I kind of give Common a pass on that. You know what I'm saying? I'm quite sure it happened, so I hope... You know, because... I mean, he didn't rape her, so... Right, right. He ain't rape her, and, and, and that's normal. That, that's some shit that could happen. They was at a house. That didn't happen on the tour bus. You know, stuff like that. But it gets nasty, though. R&B niggas, man. I done seen all kinds of shit happen with these R&B niggas. And uh, that genre, it just it's just always some weirdness, some gayness. Now, you got your tough niggas like Ray J them. But what? honestly, look at what the fuck Ray J, ain't no Ray J done did. Ray J ain't no tough nigga. I ain't going to say Ray J a tough nigga, but he is a real nigga. Okay. He, a, he, he trill. He trill. He, he, he bought that. that he bought that life. Cause one thing that's like this guy I was telling you about. Like when I was growing up, it was a guy named Joe Williams. This nigga would fight every fucking body. He fight any goddamn thing. I don't give a fuck if you was fighting, and 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 you ran into that nigga. He was about that smoke. He might not have won all of. He wasn't a bully. He wasn't even a bully. But I tell you what. If you wanted to fight, he would fight you. Oh, yeah. And goddamn, he going to give you all the fight. If you don't know how to fight, he's going to beat you up. No, I'm telling you. But if you know how to fight, you might goddamn beat him up. Or you might hang with him, but you're going to know you fought Joe Williams, nigga. And you <laughs> got to get Joe. And like, if you're a fighting nigga, you got to get Joe Williams under your belt in order to be taken serious to me in my book. So that's who Ray J is. Ray J, that nigga, he might not beat you up at all. He might lose every time, <laughs> but he going to be there to fight. Yeah. He's gonna fight you. He's not gonna let you hoe him out. None of that. You gonna have to beat him up ten times, and he still ain't gonna get the point. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna be back for the eleventh round. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he that nigga. But you know, shit like that, man. Like you got RB niggas, like the like the B2K thing. That was some weirdo shit. Boys to men. Boys to men. Straight up with yeah. Yeah, like that whole thing, you know, after Boys to Men, you had 40 Boys to Men type groups. They all was four or five musty niggas, chubby, <laughs> fucking smell like either brute or they was musty or they was sweating. Like, I don't know. It's that whole thing. It's weird. So I, it's it's funny because it ain't all them niggas because I like R&B. Don't get me wrong. But like Luther was a weirdo. What I had hung with, this is how you got to look at it. Okay, they made good music. And there's a lot of people that I think weirdos that I nine times out of ten, the shit I love is made by a weirdo. But so that's what I'm saying. It ain't no hate. It's just, uh, and this motherfucker just, oh, my God. I'm going to hit on that later on. I, I can't even read what this message said. I can't read what this message said. But anyway, yeah. Anyway, I would listen to a lot of weirdos, so it ain't a diss out to nobody. This is just us talking because this is the Honorable Metal Monkey radio show, and I don't give a fuck. You know, but I do about people's feelings. I don't want to get into it with nobody about it, but if I did, I'm going to be Joe to their ass because I will fight. The thing about me, I got a lot of people. I'm Haitian. I don't give a fuck. So... At the end of the day, I think these R&B niggas is weird. Every genre is weird to a certain extent, but R&B is the worst when it comes to the weirdos. And R. Kelly ain't the only one. It's a lot of you niggas who made music in the 90s that's weirdos. Most of you niggas before 2005, I would say, all R&B, they was all weirdos. They was all fucking young underage girls Pissing on motherfuckers, doing everything R. Kelly got caught for, y'all niggas is doing it. Like, you know, so. This is, uh. <laughs> I don't know. I got another show coming up tonight. I ain't gonna, uh. We, we, we about to go hard on this, this other shit. Hold up. Oh, yeah. Y'all visit the website, man, and uh, check out the show, uh. Check out all of my shows, man. Go back and forth. Check them all out. They're on two different platforms. Damn near seem like. I don't know. You go to Spotify, you get two different. The Honorable DJ Metal Monkey Radio Show. So it's like season one, two, three, four. Like each season is split up on a different uh thing. So I would kind of check into that. If y'all having problems, maybe that's just me because I see it from a whole different angle. So. It's maybe me, and maybe you just have to forget about it. But uh, check out the next uh, episode to get the rest of this goddamn podcast. All right.